Whoa. Who's eating something? Ooh, is food an option? No! Welcome to Owen and Brew's Barbecue. Today we are cooking up whatever is left in Captain Rex's rations from the Clone Wars. Aww. So spoilers ahead for the final two episodes of the Clone Wars. Um, I am joined by the very finest chefs in the galaxy tonight. I have We have Jay and Colleen, the, the Anakin and Padme of podcasting. Oh, I don't know if that's a good comparison. You burned her against me. <laughs> I, I didn't say which one was which. <laughs> and uh, my... my Maybe I'm the Anakin. <laughs> you're breaking my heart. <laughs> you're going where I can't follow. It's all Nicholas's fault. He's holding me back. And that is the other person I'm joined with is Nick. The, the Baru to my Owen. Aww. The child Aww. to my Mandalore. <laughs> stop trying to force trick me through this this conference call uh, and i i am matt um and and we are here uh collectively as as a foursome to talk about those last two episodes of clone wars so again spoilers ahead we the, we're going to just oh, yeah, wait what happened to them again <laughs> <laughs> you are now kicked off colleen <laughs> all right peace <laughs> i thought you were all cool and stuff changing your avatar to you know ahsoka ahsoka she's a poser she's a poser i'm a poser looks <laughs> like john finger <laughs> um, that, that's what i'm interested to hear about from colleen is just because i assumed that colin jay both watched this together from beginning to end not from beginning to end. I didn't. They started watching it during the day while I wasn't paying attention or home or something. Mm -hmm. I probably joined you. You came it, in when it got like good though. So like into season, not that it wasn't good at the beginning, but like when the story really picked up. Was it into season two or three? When was a uh, Ventress was like betrayed? Oh, okay, yeah, that's um, season three. Yeah. So I came in as season three because I remember making like an omelet or something and. <laughs> like hide like eating it so now when i make eggs i have to like hide from the children and like hiding because they just want to eat my food and i'm like go away i want my food and i remember watching it and you're like this is a really good episode and you're trying to like catch me up and i was like because you left rebels the omelet you yeah love i love rebels. rebels and so i i am gonna go i am in the middle of season one right now and i'm gonna catch up to where i came in again but i think oh, okay. you like i was like you need to watch this this, this is like one of the things I love about like Filoni Star Wars was the Mortis uh, storyline. Mm -hmm. Yes. The, mm -hmm. That part. Um, and uh, anyway, so but, yes. And, and, and I was curious too, if, uh, if Colleen had watched rebels or not, I knew Jay had watched rebels and, and I knew that, that you had enjoyed it a lot. And, you know, personally like rebels is just like, it's still my favorite over clone wars. Um, it's, wow. it's, what's that? Yeah, why? <laughs> I I love no. I love the family unit, and it's and it's a show that I bonded with my son in yeah. Star Wars with. So like that, in a like, way, it's it's kind of what Firefly should have been. You know, I mean, it's not like Firefly, but in a way, it has that same. If there's like, unit. like Firefly was like Han Solo and or whatever, and yeah, and Falcon and um. No, I, I agree. Like to me, there's there's parts of Rebels that I absolutely loved because um, I feel like it. it Filoni's uh, creative partners on Rebels, I think, like expanded his storytelling 
kind of uh, abilities that I think he came back and made Clone Wars even better at mm-hmm. season, you know, like, so it's kind of like one influences the other and mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to say one without the other, just yeah. because like what makes these final episodes over so impactful, the whole entire Ahsoka Anakin thing so impactful in season seven is the Ahsoka Vader stuff in rebels. Like it, it all is oh, yeah. fine that it's hard to, for me to say one is better than the other. I think it's just like, it's kind of one cohesive kind of story that I think is a fantastic story. Yeah. I actually asked Jay cause I, uh, I know I'm very loud. I can hear myself. Uh, what uh, in your monitoring does. I don't have the ear, the earpiece in, um, but no, I asked like, so if I re, if I went back and rewatch uh, Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones, would it make them better? And he was like, "Just don't." <laughs> <laughs> but we but just we just we, we, when, wa- we watched we, them when they dropped on Disney Plus. So it's not that long since we watched those movies. No, no, no. You watched them. I kind of half paid attention. The last time I sat down and rewatched them all was twenty sixteen. When did um? 2015 when did uh last uh last jedi uh force awakens Force awakens. it was 2015 yeah so 15 that's the last 2015 the last time i sat down and watched and paid attention to them mm-hmm. so um yeah that's that's it's fair i mean i watched revenge of the sith just uh the other the other day on revenge of the fifth and um, <laughs> and um you know i it definitely was one of those moments where what I love about Clone Wars is I, I love Anakin and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And yes. when, when I go to the Clone Wars movies now, Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the, the, the Sith, I'm like, but that's not my Anakin now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, like. Because it's so, like, no, again, I don't want to hate on Hayden Christian. He's been hate on enough. Yeah. But it's just so stiff in comparison to the Clone Wars Anakin, which has, yeah. like, personality and absolutely funny and charming. But they also show his dark side like that. They actually effectively show how Anakin is basically has a dual personality and mm-hmm. and it was taken advantage of and it was flipped, especially like that scene where he got so jealous about Padme being with what's his name. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Killed that guy. Um, and like they just did it so much more effectively of showing both sides um, of mm-hmm. Anakin um, that the, the movie is just like, well, master, I don't. Why don't you trust me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, because I, I personally think Attack of the Clones is the worst movie, you know, of Star Wars. Um, and I, you Why know, don't I think. You go back and rewatch it and let you know. <laughs> Why don't you go back? Yeah. Well, it's just because it's just it's so weird and the plot just kind of goes all over the place. And I will say, and I don't know if it was Ralph that was saying, maybe we did it on Owen and Baruz, but I, I do like his point about Attack of the Clones where. Once it gets to the arena, like the relationship oh, yeah. between Padme and Anakin's kind of fun. It's the mm-hmm. whole like on that boost stuff that's really boring. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Like them in action and that kind of stuff, there is a bit of chem- more chemistry there than in the. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Like I, I like the Camino stuff and the end there in the arena, but the rest of it, you're just kind of like, you know, just a lot of the cringe worthy lines and you're like, uh, the, do- the dominatrix outfit. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, with the Joker. Yeah. Obi-Wan would be very grumpy if he saw me do this. You know, like just like um, I don't, I don't all exactly. I, I'm gonna have a jet. I don't blame Hayden Christensen because I think as a young actor, you know, and then taking on a role that he probably knew going in was going to be the pressure to do it, and then of course yeah. being being 
almost handcuffed by Lucas of saying, no, it has to be this way. You know, you have to do it this mm-hmm. way. It's like, you know, it wasn't the freedom that Mark Hamill had to kind of like, oh, well, maybe yeah. I want to say, you know, Toshi Station is really whiny right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he he chose to do that, not Lucas. Yeah. You know, and Lucas, though, was like, no, I want Anakin to be this way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't blame Hayden. Um, but, yeah, I think by the time I would have got to Revenge of the Sith, you know, I definitely would have probably stood my ground a little bit more of as an actor and been like, you know, like, hey, you know, <laughs> he needs to be this way now. But yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's all. I mean, he's twenty. I mean, he's twenty-four when he did *Revenge of the Sith*. So mm-hmm. I mean, still, like, how confident are you at twenty-four? Yeah. To twenty-four, I didn't know anything. Like yeah. I, I made really poor decisions. You proposed to me at twenty. No, you got started dating me at twenty-three. Three. That was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, aside from George Harrison, who by the time, I mean, what. He was 26 when the Beatles broke up. Yeah, I mean, come on, like no. that's not fair because oh, the Beatles so are this outlier. Like that's no. when I when I tr- truly learned like what genius was is like when I think about people that at like 18 or whatever had all that crap figured out. Because I feel like as I get older, I was like, oh, that makes sense now. But I think about myself as like an eight. I was like, I had no effing clue what this stuff was. But like Paul McCartney's writing like stuff that I still only kind of understand now at 35 or mm. whatever i'm sure like 50 another thing will click like oh i get it now it's like he knew that at 20 that's not fair <laughs> i know like, like brian wilson wrote, wrote pet sounds at 24 yeah, yeah. So you're like, right what the heck yeah <laughs> exactly so that that's like when i truly understood genius I'm like uh, that's genius i get it now <laughs> yeah um, so let's let's jump into the, these these two episodes, right? So, oh. um, first uh, up is is shattered, um, mm-hmm. and I know that that Nick has a, a slew of of um, notes. You know, um, go off, Nick. No, no, it's it's this isn't like a Nick pick thing. Like just for, just for Jay and Colleen, this isn't a Game of Thrones type of thing where I, you know, I Matt yeah. and I both we. we we just like to discuss the episode, you know, what we liked, what we didn't like, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the things that stood out, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and I think Nick and I were starting to talk about this on, on the Ramblecast the other night and we were kind of derailing into to more Owen and Baru's talk, but the opening song to this, uh, this episode was mm-hmm. so good. Um, yeah. It, and I thought, I thought it re- reminded me of that uh, scene where Anakin is in the Jedi Council chambers and he's thinking about Padme. And if you think about timeline, they called ruminations on the yes, one of my favorite songs from that that soundtrack. Yeah, it's just so different and so yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of that, or or a variation of that. And mm-hmm. if we think about timeline wise, like that's what's happening right now. Basically, yeah. is, is he is he is going through that moment while this is what's transpiring on, on Mandalore basically. So, yeah. I think I've, I've watched it. We watched a couple like videos or whatever people are, like trying to break down the timeline and how it syncs up with everything. And, Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Cause it, it, it I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly where, but I'll, I'll let you lead and maybe where that, that was, that was my main point. Um, just to, to say it before Nick could. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid. 
<laughs> Usually we don't have an audience to 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 bounce off of. So it's just us talking. Just yeah, just geeking out about Star Wars. Like, oh, did you see this? Oh. Although Nick, you remember, remember when Ahsoka? <laughs> oh yeah. She got not one but two lightsabers. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, Nick, you did send me an, an image, though, um, just in our messenger group, um, highlighting this container <coughs> with the mall in. Like, mall is basically being brought out, right? Yeah, we can jump to that if you want. Oh, um, I, I was going in no particular order. Yeah, that's fine. No, we usually don't. But, yeah, I, I just thought that was neat because uh, when you get to that point where they're leaving Mandalore, you know, the battle's been won, mm-hmm. and you see this almost Silence of the Lambs Hannibal Lecter contraction coming yeah. you know with his yeah. mouth mouth mum, muzzled you know and you see these yellow eyes just darting everywhere if like you don't know what's happening because you because you're not sure if he can read the force at this moment or not like is it really like containing him all within this or not you know and but what caught my eye which i don't know if you guys saw that image or not was if you look at the bottom of it there's actually uh an effigy or whatever you can call it like an engraving into the into this uh, what do you want to call it? Because it's not a carbonate chamber, you know. It's kind of like a, a precursor to Jedi the rest- a Jedi restraining unit. Yeah, but I like that. there is a Jedi, or you assume is a Jedi, but it's a robed figure, and you don't really see, but you can make out kind of like a mask there. Yeah, and you see two Mandalorians, and one of them is holding dark saber. Yeah, and so the and but Bo Katan says it's an ancient relic, you know, yep. and so. The only, only left, I think, is what, yeah, yeah, the only one left, yeah. And so the only, my only thought was it has to be Dark uh, Revan or Revan, however you want to say it. But like, ah, okay, Dark Revan, mm-hmm. Arth Revan, Darth. Revan. Yeah. And who was a Jedi, but you know, became a Sith, and so you're like, oh, that's that that could be it, you know, because it's it makes sense with Dark Saber being there in the image and so many other things. And I know Dark, he's not he's not canon yet he did have a statue in rise of skywalker but other than that he's never been now with the disney era been officially made canon mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm hoping that when we get a old republic movie he mm-hmm. might be the focus because it is a great story um, the me. rumor is the uh taiki taika watiti one might be the old republic one which would be dope i don't yeah, I don't I, care. I don't care what he does. I yeah. was so excited. Like that news when that broke on May the fourth. I was just like, "This is the best." Like, <laughs> I mean, his episode from The Mandalorian, The Reckoning, is mm-hmm. you know so good. And yeah. then um, you know, my son and I, we love Thor Ragnarok. And oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a great movie. It's one of the best. So when I'm trying to tell my son like like who certain directors are, I'm like, okay, you don't, we don't know anything about this movie yet, but this is who's directing it, you know. And and so I tell him Thor Ragnarok, and he's like, yes, all right, like like you know, we're both excited. So, um, awesome. Yeah, and Jojo Rabbit, which is also a, another great incredible movie. I want to watch it, but Colin's like, no, let's watch. A- oh, man. Jo- it's so good. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit is so good. <laughs> For ten years. So let's watch uh, Castle. <laughs> I miss Bones too. Actually, let's be honest. I love I, it. No. <laughs> I don't watch any TV anymore. Let's watch mm. something with The Rock. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Twain, is Dwayne Johnson now? Thank you. Uh, oh, you're right. It is Dwayne Johnson, and I do believe that instead of Jojo Rabbit that night, we started to watch. Uh, Some garbage. Gibbs and Hobbs, Calvin and Hobbs. Oh, right. 
Oh, Shonson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean, Sean Hobbs. I ended up yeah. not watching anything. <laughs> I think I got in a fight because I was so ticked he off. He was so was pissed, like, and I was like, what's the matter? Why do you have an attitude? And he was like, of course you would think I would have an attitude. You know why I'm mad. And I was like, no, I don't know why you're mad. He's like, you're an asshole. I'm going downstairs. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't didn't think you guys fought. If I gave her four Lethal Weapon films, at least I feel like I deserve a Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Wait, she wanted to watch *Lethal Weapon*. I never no, no. seen it before. So she oh. was like stupid blow-up movies. I was like, "You seen blow-up?" I was like, movies. "No." I was like, "Those huh. are the best." And, like, and they're making a fifth. It's in that's the Citizen Kane really? of stupid yeah. blow-up up movies. <laughs> oh, I'm they're gonna make a fifth. I'm yeah. going to watch it. And and yeah. and by the way, Mel Gibson, I felt trademarked the man running crazily down the street before Tom Cruise ever. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely, ever could, yeah. could touch that stuff. That like again, that's like thirty percent of all lethal weapon films. Yeah, just keep them running. Just keep them running. It's a it's a sports car going down the highway. Doesn't matter. Mel Gibson's gonna catch up. <laughs> that is determination. <laughs> Raw. All right. Anyways, moving yeah. on. Okay. All right. Yeah, totally derailed. Um, timeline. No, uh, Nick's Nick's going through his list. Okay. Well, I don't have a list. I just I basically write out. The way the episode goes, and then you know, like what I like about each thing. He's okay. got four points. Cool, cool little Easter egg, or or you know what have you, is the fact that we see Sabine's mom in this scene as well um, as mm-hmm. they're presenting Maul. Um, she is standing next to Bo Katan there. Um, she's a yeah. uh, obviously a younger. Um, I can't remember her name. Um, something, something Ren, right? Um, yes. So, and we'd um, seen her once before in. Uh, hologram she's yeah we've seen her in a hologram form in the first episode of this arc um by the way nick nick knows this about me i just want a movie version of this like just you know i love all the parts it's cool but just disney plus just give me the option to watch it as a movie well you can kind of like i don't know like i feel like if you watch them back to back to back it kind of feels like that i kind of like the breaking up of the the movements like i don't think it's kind of cool um, I like it feeling like it's parts, but you can just sit down and watch it as like mm-hmm. one whole, you know? I feel but like they got the title cards, it loses a little bit. I don't know. It's, it's the same reason why I'd love to just see a Mandalorian, you know, like just kind of like flow through, like just sit down and give me a three, <laughs> three hour Mandalorian. I would for Mandalorian just because like the middle episodes are kind of meandering a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like to me, like this one is just like, I don't know, just I like how it's like separated by the parts and just, and the, the way the music's different. I don't know. There's just something I think something kind of cool about it. Like, even if it was a movie, I'd like kind of like, uh, and then he goes to the title and part two, part three, whatever. I kind of, it's like a play to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's true. Yeah. It had a neat vibe. The whole, like, yeah, the whole titles and everything for the, the last four parts just had a really cool feel to it. And each, cause I, I started rewatching it. Um, I want to rewatch them all before uh, tonight. I didn't get there. <laughs> but to me, it's just like, it's just each one also has its own feel. And I just, there's just, it, it is really like, and how the first part opens up, it just was like, felt so awesome, like so perfect mm-hmm. Star Wars. And yes. Mm-hmm. And again, it captured to what you were talking about, like this, that the, the Obi-Wan Anakin relationship is just so freaking cool in, in Clone Wars. And yeah. yeah. Anyway, so to me, to that point, I I don't even if it was in movie form I think I still want it kind of segmented kind of. Okay. And you can get up, go to the bathroom, get a snack. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's like you're wrong, but okay. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let it go. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I just I want the option. I'm not saying that it's better that way. I just want to see what that would be like. You know, like just one. You know. So okay, Nick. I'm sure what, someone will split. All right. All right I'm sure. We're, we're never going to get through your notes. I know. So we never will. We never will. But um, all right, I'll just start with like the first line that I I, I liked. You know, because at the very beginning, you know, Mandalore's one, Ahsoka, you know, has captured Maul, and you hear Ahsoka say, you know. I've learned a lot from the best, you know, cause Bo-Katan's comment, commenting on like, wow, you did it, you know? And yeah. And, uh, and she goes, I learned from the best, including you, which is a really nice compliment to someone who was her enemy, you know, mm-hmm. when she was with uh, death watch. And, but I like the line, you know, that Bo-Katan says, you know, is like, I wish I was as good as something other than war because my theory has been, I don't think I've ever actually vocalized it though, is that the armorer and the Mandalorian is Bo-Katan. We, I think we did talk about that at some. Did point. we talk about? It? Okay, yeah, I'm not sure if we talked about it on the show, um, or it seems like something we would have, you know. Um, but yes, I, I love that that theory. So. Yeah, because I mean, it makes it makes sense too. Just like it's a little bit of like, oh, well, maybe she did. Maybe she went and learned how to actually make stuff, you know, and be good at something. And you see, you know, and she's older, you know, by the Mandalorian. She's and it just makes sense. That I, I would like that if that's what happened. I I agree because I was thinking too. You know, after this whole siege of Mandalore, and just thinking about the the timeline for uh, the the planets and the purge, like I was like, did she survive? Like I feel like she should, because we didn't see her die. I'd like to see her show up, and I do think that would be pretty neat if it was the, the armor. Right, and that's what leads me to like to the next point. Like, you know, even though you see the scene, like we've already talked a little bit about the music. The music throughout these next these two episodes is very eerie. The entire time, there's a lot of tension with the synthesizers and things. And even though Mandalore is one, you know, like it's now they've, they've got their planet back. You think this would be a joyous occasion, but at no point do we see this. It's very somber. Yeah. And um, we, know, we know what happens. We know what happens through rebels. Exactly. But we don't know that exact yeah. purge of Mandalore, but that's going to be pretty bad. Yeah. The, the night of a thousand tears is right on the horizon. We know this is coming. And that's what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And so like what you're saying, Jay is like, we want like to see her survive. And this, mm-hmm. this could be that character that yeah. does survive this hmm. yeah the next thing hmm. that i liked you know is the overlap scenes with return of the revenge of the sith here with the council you know and oh, yes. yes what's tragic to me about this is that um if ahsoka just would have entered just a few minutes before she does yes anakin, is- anakin would have been there you know and That's i mean exactly what jay said when we were watching oh. it Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. I want you guys to interrupt, you know, but, um, but what's brilliant about this whole scene is just the way that Filoni interweaved it. Cause we know it's nothing we want. is going to happen, but it's, it's, it's the the potential that it could have happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We we were like, Oh God, she's like Kate on lost. Just not. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not, no, it's not as it's not like Kate just for no good reason. Like, right. but that's why I think the beauty of Ahsoka's storyline and and her the Jedi Council basically screwing her over and her kind of distressing it, and then you know while you can argue that kind of storyline that she had before the final what episodes was kind of like, eh, but it kind of showed it gave even more context to why she was so badass in the end, though. Well, no, I'm not <laughs> saying like she's seeing it below like the lower levels of Coruscant, how low they think of the Jedi, and right, um, and you know, especially since 
Ahsoka's life force was brought back by, you know, the, the daughters. So it was like mm-hmm. the purest, you know, yeah. right side mm-hmm. of the force. Like she, to me, Ahsoka is what the Jedi should aspire to be like her approach to things. And I think she is very like disenchant or disenfranchised of the Jedi order. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's actually a point I wrote down for the next episode is the, you know, the scene where she decides, you know, I'm not going to be the executioner of these clones. I mean, that is what a Jedi should be. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, they're peacekeepers, but I'll, I'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know, what's also about this is that, you know, if she would have shown up, you know, what would she have said to Anakin? You know, mm-hmm. would she have told him about Maul? Like what would she yeah. say? Just, you know, be mindful, which even though that's yeah. what Sidious says to Maul, but like, it's like, what would have happened? Yeah. Um, and then of course, Mace Windu is a jerk. Um, Cause that's just what yeah, it that's is. Not that's not like, I, feel like I, I put it on Mace Windu for being a jerk for her not saying anything. Yeah. Well, F you too. <laughs> You're just a citizen. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause like she just did them a solid. It's like, yeah. I just captured somebody that you guys couldn't do in four years. Yeah. Like what the heck? No. You know, Ahsoka does everything <laughs> right. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So Obi-Wan goes off to, to battle Grievous. Um, eventually he goes off to battle Anakin. So even if we just say like Obi-Wan battles Anakin and fails, uh, Yoda battles Sidious and fails. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka battles Maul and captures him. She yeah. succeeds. And then even when I was rewatching Revenge of the Sith, I mean, they're just cutting down clones, Yoda and, and, and Obi-Wan, just to get to the temple, which I get it. Like, you know, nothing against them. But Ahsoka's stance on it and how peaceful she is. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is walking the path of Luke, basically, or what Luke walks as being a true... Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of Jedi, except for, and except for when he chokes those people in, in Trinity Jedi. Yeah. Well, but we were supposed to believe that he was teetering on the dark yeah. side there. I know. I'm so just, you know, and another time he wanted to kill his nephew. But I mean, I, we've all wanted to kill a nephew before. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Not that we really have nephews have of nephew killing heads, age, yeah. but <laughs> I'm sure eventually they're going to okay. dicks. And I, you won't. know, you know, my theory on this though is that Darth Sidious. Um, the clone of Darth Sidious that was working as Plagueis or whatever you wanted to be, okay, was entering his mind as he slept. And that mm-hmm. is the dark side that Luke sensed in him. It was not actually Ben Skywalker. It was this other entity that was coming in and influencing him while he slept. So ah. maybe, but I like that theory. <laughs> Yeah, Jay's just like whatever. You know, I like that theory. <laughs> to me, that's I, because Matt and I listen to Mysterious Universe, and I know that we're thinking no, the same I thing. It, I get it. I'm just, I'm still bitter about the whole bringing Sidious back in the third act. It's kind of, okay, I know it's kind of lame. It's frustrating because to me, again, what I love about this whole thing and Anakin's down, like it, may, it has so much impact because of like Anakin's redemption in the end. Luke's the one that brought him back. You know, uh, Ahsoka and Anakin's relationship was mm-hmm. strained, and you could see it was still strained here, but they still love each other. But it's definitely strained. And when you know Ahsoka and Vader eventually meet, it isn't the same as Luke and Vader. It's like a yeah. different type of thing because yeah. of uh, Ahsoka and Anakin's strained relationship. So, like, what... me, like, all of that has so much meaning, and and it, it because eventually he kills Sidious, and then Sidious also is like, hey, guess what? I'm back. But see, I've I've always taken it as that that is a clone of him, so it is not. It is a clone. Yeah. It is a clone. It is so, a clone. So I, you know, I got a really cool you know Sith people they could have brought out or made one up. Just make up another one. I, I, I mean, I, 
even even if they they wanted to go the clone route though i feel like it should have been telegraphed in or shown us the fact that it's not the actual same city it's just like i mean even even in the dark empire comic series where they they make a clone of of, of sidious yeah of the emperor that you know that it's different you know that it's like a kind of a twisted version yeah um and and yeah. you know i feel like like laying the groundwork for that would have would have at least provided some Absolutely. cement so yeah, and like maybe show, and that's where it'd been cool if they had Mandalorian earlier, and you're showing they're doing this genetic testing on Yoda, mm-hmm. and maybe that was like some Hodge. That's why I kind of liked the idea of Snoke being like a hodgepodge, like a botched clone. Yeah, that would have been a cooler reveal. Like he is a botched clone of Sidious. Right. Boom. There you go. Like that's exactly. how he has all this power and stuff like that. That is cooler to me then they kind of were trying to play it off as is it serious and there's like oh wait, 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 he's a clown don't worry he's a clown but like they did that in some you know book later. right exactly i mean anything that they throw in the novel you're like okay but this is after the fact and i feel like you're trying to you know retcon something so yeah versus the revenge of the sith novel is fantastic and i remember reading it before the movie and i was so stoked because the book was freaking awesome like it had so much more context to everything and uh, and when I went to the movie, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be the best Star Wars ever!" Because I, I had that book in my mind, and I was just like, "Oh, why, why, why did they put that in there?" <laughs> it For makes you feel, budget. If yeah. it makes you feel any better, I, I felt the same way about Ghostbusters too. Read the novel, then saw the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm not going to get all Jack Gladfelter on you. So I was a little bit underwhelmed at, and I had three beers during Rise of Skywalker, and I still was like, "Yeah." There were things I loved of Rise of Skywalker, but mm-hmm. overall, I felt let down. Yeah, it's, you didn't like the death scene. I didn't like. I loved like, Ben Solo's redemption. Yeah, I didn't like the kissing. I, I was like, why do they? Why do they, Why do we have to? And then she's like, I'm Ray Skywalker. I'm like, boo. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all. We're, I think we're all a little conflicted. But something that we're not conflicted about is how amazing these. Oh, yes, yeah, so like, I gotta bring them back. I You're gotta right, bring I'm them sorry. back. Uh, okay, it's okay. So, um, and then there was an underwater like, hatch. Like, uh, Order sixty six in this because it's like there's so much in this. Episode. There's so much. I actually did uh, go on YouTube and watch the execute Order sixty six scene from. Oh, Brendan Smith. Yeah. I'm just curious to see how it's done, and you know what though? But I watch it now. I'm like, yeah, Kaidi, you deserve that piece of crap <laughs> <laughs> oh you're jerking clone wars i'm sorry most of the council and clone wars i'm like f you f you oh, cool f you <laughs> that was the point i think i made last episode about him he's like, he's like literally the worst jedi um because if he you is. look if you look if you look at uh just from this one point of view like he's the one that sends yoda to kashik because it's like what about the wookies and it's like what if anakin when he's feeling all conflicted, goes and confesses to Yoda what yeah. he should have been instead of going to the jerk Mace Windu. He's like, oh come on, I'm, I got a posse together. We're going to go throw, throw yeah. this guy. You know, like, what would have happened? I know. Because why, why leave the Mace Windu, who is, you know, a, a studier of the dark arts, so he already has kind of a... a it's not something that's going to bring balance to somebody that's teetering on the edge of, you know... I mean, again, that's the whole point. He has to turn into Darth Vader, so I get it. But yeah, I, I he's, he's basically time. like like leaving somebody's f- fragile, you know, like ego with like the PE coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? What's this guy's so name? Yeah. yeah. Throw some dirt yeah. on it. You'll be fine. You will earn my respect if you yeah. just sit there and be quiet. 
I'll take a lap. I will, Jay, I will, Jay said uh, after the, I think you might have said in the chat too, but you were like, God, the Jedi were just asshole bureaucrats. <laughs> no, because I was like, screw these guys. <laughs> but if, you know what, though? It's funny. I love They that suck. On, I'm going to the dark side too. It's not, no, I'm not the dark side. I'm, just, I'm on Ahsoka side. I'm just like, and that's where I did like Last Jedi because he's just like, the Jedi got it wrong. They had their own oh, yeah. mm-hmm. realized it. You know, all this stuff was coming up underneath them. Well, there's there's one I, I I put it in like our own and brew chat. Like there's one episode in season two of Clone Wars where that's the one I was like, how did they not it's where basically the Republic's gonna take over I think it's Mandalore actually. You know, like the Republic it just votes. Yeah, it is Mandalore. Like, hey, we're just voting to we're gonna take over your planet, which they're neutral. And mm-hmm. so, you know, she, uh, Obi-Wan's girlfriend comes to like plead yeah. a case, like, no, we're an independent yeah. planet, and they're like, Oh, we've already voted, we're taking over. It's like how do you not see in that moment right there that the Republic is corrupt saying like, mm-hmm. we are not l- noticing this, your own sovereignty. It was like, that's yeah. that to me, it was like right there. It's your case. Yeah. Well, you even said it when I was rewatching season one, the, when um, Palpatine sends um, Padme. Oh and, yeah. Padme like, to, yeah. And she did, to like, her. yeah, like go over here. And it, <laughs> yeah, nobody picks up like, Hey, maybe the, uh, emperor doesn't know what he's talking about or the supreme chancellor or whatever he's called yeah i i know the most corrupt thing that i could do is execute order commercial 66 right here (laughs) 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 well on that note everybody we're gonna go to a quick commercial break oh who says you can call the i did it on survivor last night so i thought i would catch my lucky one today we're never gonna invite it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. All right, no, no, no. This is this is that's that's where it is. So already been marked. Um, so moving on. Um, Order sixty six. No, no, no. no, it's too late. <laughs> no, I'm not. We got stop here on the Jedi Council. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm along on the Jedi Council. <laughs> I'll, I'll lead you into that. Yeah. has something. Okay, okay, so I'm skipping over a little bit. I'm gonna get to this. Get to Order sixty six. But okay. there's a scene. There's a scene just prior to that which I really like too. Which is between Ahsoka and Rex yes. on, the, on the bridge. I'm so glad that you're bringing this yeah. up because this okay. is the one happy moment. Yeah, this is when you think things are happy. The only thing, you know, like you mentioned, is the music that is telling yeah. us, "No, this is not right." Yeah, you know. But they do have this moment of like, "Hey, we did it. We're we're, we're good." Right? Well, it's not. It's not just that. It's the. It's the. It, it's kind of like what we're talking about right now, like how the Jedi are bad generals. You know, they're because they shouldn't be. They're peacekeepers, and yes. like but Ahsoka says that, like all I've ever known is war. You know, and this echoes again in the next episode at the very end, which I, I like uh, in a way, a subtle way, um, is that, you know, all I've never known is war. We were raised to be peacekeepers, but I've never known peace, you know, and then and then Rex kind of was like, well, without it, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it's interesting because like Matt is as and Matt mostly has said this, Jay and Colleen, that, you know, these the whole first eight episodes are really meant to show Rex's point of view and Ahsoka's point of view. And then these last four are you know, tying those two kind of different points of view together. Cause it's always been about Ahsoka and the clones this entire series. That's what I said. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said this to David before. But I mean, that's the beauty of the series is that kind of gave, it gave so much character and backstory to these clones, like where you care about everything. And even they'll bring up one that you didn't even see before. And he dies in that episode, but you, by the end of that episode, if he dies, you like care about like, you you feel it like you feel yeah. it. Yeah. And I um go ahead. And I personally thought it was just very poignant 
the scene that we got directly before execute order 66 between um, Rex and Ahsoka. And I, I just, I, I found that to be just very profound and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, and I got the whole, the heartstrings. I, the, I almost, yeah. I almost cried like Jay watching an episode of Parks and Rec. Almost. I just was going to say, I mean, there's a, there's another moment that we'll talk about when we get to that episode, but basically Ahsoka and, um, Rex have the best platonic relationship out of mm-hmm. anyone in the Star Wars universe. Yep. Hands down. It's like the yep. best relationship ever. So like I went and watched after that episode, the uh them like seeing each other. We don't know how long it's been. Maybe they've seen each other relatively recently, but in Rebels, like where they yes. see each other face to face and they give and uh, they, uh I think Ahsoka gives him a hug. I'm just like <laughs> Yes. Well he's kind of fat and old and gray, so it's probably been a while. We have, I don't know how we don't know there's if they had seen each other yeah, like ten sure. oh, yeah, like, just like they she knew he was there. Been through everything. To, they have been through some shit together. Literally, galaxy changing shit. Yeah, <laughs> my, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. My my kids and I we watched those those two episodes um, as well, um, Jay. And uh, in, one interesting aspect though that kind of runs counter to the episode that we're talking about, Shattered, is that in the Rebels episode. Rex mentions that he took his chip out. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't say Ahsoka took it out. No. Yes. Yeah. So I, I I mean, whatever. It's fine. Like I'm not. It's a bit of a retcon. Yeah. It, was, it was way cooler how they did it. But even yes. they, oh, yeah. they, they even retcon the Ahsoka book though too for this episode or the least last mm-hmm. episode. So, but mm-hmm. I mean, it could be just him protecting her too, you know, that's, from a certain true. point of view. Yeah. You know, like well, and I mean, you know, at that, yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. I don't. I don't care know how Gregor got because Gregor. Last time we saw him, he was dead, right? We assumed he got killed when he kind of sacrificed himself for the droids and the little frog guy, right? That's right. Gregor, right? Gregor, um, was he in that? Gregor was like the crazy clone with on Rebels. Yes, oh. that was the one that had amnesia mm-hmm. and then came back to help R two and and uh, KT. Can't remember. Her numbers but anyway and then it was wolf so we don't know how wolf or gregor got their chips removed we yeah erected it afterwards but. yeah that's what i that's what i thought this is like hey before we do anything i gotta do this you know he just like took a drill you know just like straight <laughs> up I'm from behind with chloroform just go. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> be safe. <laughs> okay so back to like so the last line um is you know from Ahsoka saying like you are good soldiers to the for the most part, but also have a great friend, you know. And so you're like, oh, and then of course yeah. then he gets then Rex gets the word that like, hey, we've received some news from Coruscant, and Ahsoka chooses not to go because she's like, I'm sure it's just good news. And yeah. this is where we see he's receiving the order sixty six mm-hmm. from Palpatine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> good, good soldiers follow orders. Yeah, yeah. And I liked this because it's it's interesting. It, I found this really interesting because you know Ahsoka enters the room mm-hmm. and you see the helmet shaking. Oh, I love you know, yeah. and like it's like he's fighting it. You know, mm-hmm. like, he, yeah. like he, he has like a tear and he's like holding yeah. guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he gets the uh, he gets C5's out that C5's, his, C5's, yeah, yeah. C5's his file or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I, I didn't understand that at all the first time I watched it. Going like, what's he yelling at five? Like fives? What's? And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. We, we had got, just watched we had just the arc, that so that's arc. why I remembered it. So thank you, oh, okay. Because I was gonna skip six and just go right into seven. I, I know you you talked about that. I was like, no, you cannot miss the beginning of six because mm-hmm. even on its own, like those episode that story arc was so cool. I remember oh, watching this and just be like, what? This is amazing. Like, yeah. Just to see a clone like get it triggered. I all of six was all of six was really good honestly yeah but uh i actually uh, liked the mini arcs like i liked you know just well yeah they, yeah i mean one, what's kind of about the series yeah. is how they do these arcs but yeah that that one was and also it was done by george lucas it was directed by george lucas's daughter i believe katie lucas yeah, katie, katie wrote a lot of adventure storylines and directed a few as well yeah yeah and the mall stuff and the mall stuff yeah, yeah. The, the, all the night sisters mall stuff yeah like katie lucas wrote a lot of that Oh, let's talk about Maul. So I figured he would escape during, you know, uh, Order 66, but I did not predict that Ahsoka would be the one to free him. It's kind of her only play. It worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah, it worked, yeah. That's actually the next thing in the in what happens, actually. Uh, but I like that, that, you know, you just naturally assume, because at that point he's her only potential ally, that she would team up with him, but she doesn't. You know, she just yeah. kind of like... Um, oh, and I also wanted to point out, like, while they're, all the clones are surrounding Ahsoka, we're seeing that what oh you were talking gosh. about earlier, Jay, like, Ahsoka, and, and same was with Matt, saying, like, she's very Luke in this moment. She even holds to it in this early scene yes. without saying it, and that she doesn't kill one trooper. Yeah. She, she reflects every bolt to the ceiling. Yes. Yep. And uh, I was like, that's really cool. You yeah. know, yeah. I love I love that that scene. That whole scene is just so good. Her standing on that table and just deflecting yes. all the bolts. It was just, like, oh. magnificent. Yeah. Um, oh, um do we think, just to go back real quick to the Rex mm-hmm. thing, that the like genuine human connection, emo- uh, clone connection, emotion, whatever, that he formed with Ahsoka is the reason he was able to fight it? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, I think or so. was it more because like it clicked with him, he had the five, the intel from fives? Probably a little both there, I would yeah. think. There's just, there's just the fact that he... he cares so much about her and yet he knows he has to kill her in that moment and he probably was like wait this is what this is yeah yeah so before the before all the programming he finally took over you know it's just like that little that half a second he had Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's why you see it shaking it's it's like it's like and then the helmet drops like a hundred pound you know bowling ball on the Mm -hmm. ground you know then it's just like and then after that he's just yelling at her with guns drawn like because he can't it's no longer in his control yeah and and we can say to me, it's like, okay, it's easy. I mean, it was already easy before that Rex is the best clone trooper. But like, maybe you could say Cody, but I'm just like, Cody, he was like ready to kill Obi Wan just like, <laughs> oh, heck yeah. I know I just gave you your lightsaber, but shooting you down. I, I will ahead. say that that was one thing that I loved about the first episode in this, the story arc of the, of the last, uh, is that there's that missile that's about ready to kill Cody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. who saves him? It's Obi Wan. And it's just like one of the coolest moments to, to see those two and how they saved each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. Cody turns on him on a dime, like yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I don't have any feelings yeah, for you. <laughs> um, so uh, and I know we were about ready to get to Maul, uh, mm-hmm. the scene where, where she basically releases Maul. And, and as, as Jay pointed out, like, like there is no love lost there. Like it is just like her holding that lightsaber to him and basically being like, you know, uh, yeah. uh, 
I can't even remember what she says to him. She says something. Are you about, are you behind this? Are you responsible for it? Yeah. And like I, I like choose to see, your words carefully. Choose your yeah exactly. But I, I like because he didn't know. He knew roughly what Sidious was going to do, but he didn't know the details. And I like that it you know her admission of like I was just there, and all of a sudden they turned on me. You know he's almost giddy with like a childlike mm-hmm. moment of like it's brilliant. You know like what he did. Like you know like and you kind of yeah. I understand from Maul's point of view like why yeah. you would think that. You know, yep. but then it's like, ooh, I would also choose your words carefully too. It's like she could have just, you know, killed him right there. But I, but I do again. Something I think the series did really well that the movie didn't quite, at least, c- convey to me. It's just like, man, they just why are they just getting killed that easily by these clone troopers? But it's showing that they had so much trust in each other. Yes, and had been through so much together. Yeah, it never crossed their mind. Mm. And and uh, Nick, I mean, this was something that you had brought up in the previous uh, podcast. We did, talked about this series is he was just like, I wonder how much Maul knows about this. Like, surely like Sidious wouldn't have. So I liked that this scene actually explained a question that you had yeah. uh, that w- you were being, you know, very nitpicky. Nick, I was uh, being, you know, yeah, I was being myself. I, yeah. Of like, you know, but it explains he know all this stuff. It's been years since he knew Sidious, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it explains it in a great way. And and that moment where Maul's just basically like, uh, so you're going to give me a lightsaber or something? <laughs> like, <right? laughs> I don't, I don't need him. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Nope. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> um, and uh, leads to now. I don't think we see Maul in the, the hallway scene yet. We Not see, yet. Well, we, see her we have a quick scene. Yeah. Okay. We have a quick, quick scene with just Ahsoka going in to turn on the astromech droids to help her. And this is where she sees the hologram of fives, the case. And then uh, Rex is uh, actually blocked file for her, but she uses Anakin's code. And mm-hmm. this is where she learns about the chips. Yeah. Uh, and then here we lead to our very first Rogue One moment, which is what Matt was just saying, which is the hallway scene, which is probably better than the Rogue One scene, in my opinion. I don't guess he had no lightsaber. He was just no, like, yeah. Well, this is this is the kind of Star Wars oh, I love. He brought down a damn ship just with his yeah. mind. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, this, um, is, this is the kind of story I like, though, because like this is what I always want out of Star Wars. Like when I think back at the original Star Wars movie and Empire, I want that little bit of darkness always in there. And so yeah. it's like, you know, he freaking decapitates them with a sheet of metal. You know, you don't see yeah. it. You mm-hmm. just see the helmets fall. I was like, that's all I want. I just want like, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. but then like, you know, <laughs> the arm back in and cutting it off. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and he did it on purpose because he wanted the calm. Yeah. Yeah, like, there was a reason behind it. It wasn't just yeah. to be malicious, um, and which you know, like, this kind of ties into the Mandalorian. It's like one of the first things we see in, in the Mandalorian is is the decapitation mm-hmm. of a body in between these these doors closing, which you know we always kind of uh, yeah you know makes makes you worry about going to the oh, store. decapitate people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I like. That. I mean, I even like you know when when he throws the other the other sheet of metal, you know, and like just basically yeah. pins it against yeah. the wall. I'm like, that's so awesome. Like, yes, that's what I want. That's my Star Wars. Um, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> do, you, so, do you like the 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 fan wish that there's like a horror movie where you know rebels or something like oh, trying I, to attack uh, Vader on Mustafar, and it's just uh, like a horror film where they're. I would gladly like, watch it. Yeah. 
and then it's like you know it's all black it's in his castle and they just keep <laughs> yeah. getting murdered by vader i'd, 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 I'd watch anything you know they did, they did the zombie trooper book you know uh, a few years back i'd mm-hmm. watch something like that i mean i they, they made a book called lords of the sith like in 2016 or 15 and that one's the emperor and vader being betrayed by em, em, empire troops you know and trying to kill mm-hmm. them on this planet i'd watch that i mean just yeah. watching a sith in full just anger rage killing people mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want it to be all dark, but I mean, but I, I want to see the the force unleashed. You know, like, um, yeah. So you love the end of Rogue One? <laughs> yeah, I, well, I like I I've been that way since I was a kid, and that I like <laughs> I like I like I don't always like I, a happy ending. I want I murder animals. <laughs> this is what happens when when you scare your children with masks in the exactly. middle of the night. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I know I think I told this on Ramblecast or Married Man. You know, like I, in fifth grade or fourth grade, I wrote a story called "The Night Rudolph Died." You know, and I had to read it. I had to read. I had to read it in front of the entire class, and of course, Rudolph dies. And then I remember a teacher going, "Like, is that it?" I was like, "Yeah, that's it." I was like, "It's in the title." You know, like, but like for for a nine year old, you know, to write this story where. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer dies. He's just like, what? <laughs> Not everything is happy. <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. Oh, Sorry, everyone God. out there. That's just me. <laughs> That's funny. That's um, funny. Not <laughs> surprising. I think I've heard this story before. It's yeah. still funny. My mom puts uh, has that story framed and puts it up on the mantle every Christmas so Aww. everyone can read it. Oh, <laughs> a little, 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 a little demonic story I wrote when I was nine. <laughs> um, okay, so... Next quick scene I also thought was a nice little scene was Ahsoka tricking Rex, you know, about using the droids to close off all the yes the doors, and you know, and then you see the hologram. And of course, he's you know still programmed. You know, pulls the guns out of the droids. Where is she? You know, and then she's like, mm-hmm. "I'm right here." You know, I, I just like yeah, the, the like trickery. Cool. You know, yeah. And then of course, electrocuting him to knock him out. Uh, and then also using the droids as a way to carry his body. Um, I know. I love the droids and how they got murdered was awful. Oh, that was awful. I, I love that scene. Caption, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> no, if you watch it in closed captioning, it says droids scream. And that was, yeah. I was like, oh, this is so awful. But at the last shot of the last episode, they had the parts of the cool multicolored ones. So maybe they're going to bring it back to life. Oh, okay. Underneath the uh, Y wing or whatever. Oh, it, I didn't catch that. Parts of uh, Rex was walking back, and you saw all, all the pieces to that R seven. R seven. Yeah. Okay. R uh, seven was her uh, R two unit, basically. Um, well, I also thought it was interesting is that the one of the other are you know was almost exactly looking like like Chopper. Yeah. Um, so Still, cheap. Sort of like the. So, so yeah. cheap is um is also voiced by Filoni because you can hear Chopper. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Chopper, and then it's right. and it's Filoni. He he gets a little voice credit on there. So nice, yeah, because he did voice Chopper on the show. Yes, he did. Yeah. So I liked I liked that we got a little bit of Chopper. Who are you looking at? Jim? I'm doing it. To oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that we also do get that we do get that droid with the arms. You know, that yeah. is very much like the the early model of R two D two. So right. Um, okay. We're just this all this all leads to the med bay, the med bay, where we have our second Rogue One moment, where yes. they cannot find a chip in in Rex's head, and so Ahsoka puts her hands on his head and proceeds to you know say you know I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. Yeah, I love and, that. I love that actually. Yeah, yeah. 
which is not because you know he even starts to mouth it, and you 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 it'll be something that'll be theorized like was it the force or was it the was it that the force was within his brain at that point or what that yeah. made it pop up you know. Uh, I, I also like to think of that, that mantra because it was it was used by somebody who is not a Jedi but a Force acolyte essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that 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 mantra is something that could be used by by non Force wielders to kind of like summon the Force or something like mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, yes, uh, the, this all leads to a moment where you think, does he have the chip in? The troopers are coming through the door, right? And mm-hmm. um, of course, he he's gotten the chip out, saves Ahsoka. They get the door closed again, only for it to end with them coming through one yeah. more time. Yeah. So, and, and it's in all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. That line is also mentioned too. It's in all of us. Yeah. Like I, I love how like, you know, like just just how much that implies. Um, oh, we yeah. also we also forgot a, another good point before or sixty six. You know that while Rex is getting the message, Ahsoka actually feels Anakin's turn to the dark side, and we yes. hear we hear actual dialogue from the movie instead of the the voice actors. That's true. Well, it was his the voice actor of Anakin too. I think was the last one. I think it was the "What have I done?" I think was him. Right, he was. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. They both. Uh, the rest was Hayden Christensen. Matt, Matt that was a change there. No, it was neat. But that concludes the first episode. Fifty-two okay. minutes in. <laughs> All right, this this show's done now, so uh, we can just kind of wrap it up. Great show, kids! It was one in a million. Well, we, you know, Jay, we had, we had originally thought like, oh, we'll just do all four because the other ones we were so quick, you could talk about them really quick. We we're like, oh, we'll just do all the last four all in one episode. And we're like, no. We're After we that. saw that first one, we we're like, we have to talk. We we absolutely have to yeah. talk about this. There's just so it's so dense. Um, the 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 final episode, victory and death. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, the opening music, so amazing, so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Um, love love how this just opens up, and we we jump right back into this moment right, right. of uh, we see it actually from the other side of them cutting through mm-hmm. the, the doors uh, from the outside because you know it, I don't know why I thought Maul would be there, but. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's great. I'll be there for you. <laughs> it's great though that we we this is when we first get to to witness that how like Ahsoka's like I you know like basically put those things on stun like yeah like she's going to try to to not kill them mm-hmm. as they fight their way out of the bed bay. So, um, and uh, is bay or med bay? Med bay. Med bay. This is, this is this is a classic like uh you know uh, bed bay sounds yeah, you know, like I, a... I, you said I thought it said bed bay and I thought there was sounds like something that you tell bed somebody bay? when you like hey bed bay you want to Netflix and chill <laughs> nice <laughs> I like that <laughs> bed bay that sounds more like an order like hey bed bay or <laughs> bed bay <laughs> what about a bed bow that too all right um so. <laughs> I love that we get this classic clone and Jedi like team up basically mm-hmm. one last time where you one see her time. when you see her deflecting, he's shooting. It's yep. just like this is what they were good at. Yep. Is is the Jedi protecting the the clones as they fought. Mm-hmm. So which is also what would allow them to be so vulnerable because they were always leading, protecting them mm. with with the clones behind. Yeah. Um, so they fight their way out. 
essentially, and lead themselves to um, what is it? the hangar bay is, yeah. is where they fight their way to the hangar bay. And meanwhile, then... oh, oh, I was just going to say, meanwhile, you have the mall scene that Jay already talked about with him bringing down. Oh my gosh, that part was so good. Yeah, he fights his way. That moment where he takes the trooper's helmet, uses it to deflect yeah. it, and then shoots it back. Oh, so good. So so oh. good. And and um, I love how this is a callback also to the you know the Phantom Menace, like like the way that it has the 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 gate, you mm-hmm. know, the, the like the planks or the what it, galley what do you, what do you call it? The path. I don't know. Screw it. Well, the sky bridges. Thank you. Right. Like a better word. I don't know. What to call I, I actually thought a lot of it, even up to before he even enters the room is a lot. You're right. The sky bridges are episode, but it's also a lot of empire foreshadowing foreshadowing too. Cause if you look uh, at yeah. that, you look at the hall scenes where like, he's just kind of like creepily walking, like trying to not be detected by troopers and the troopers are running very hastily. Like the mm-hmm. way they did a new hope on the death star. Yes. And then you look when he gets into that room, room and you look at all the background you look at you know the, the the grays and the whites you know the white little lights and the little ovals that are coming down and like the reds it's very death star looking you know because i mean those those not star destroyers but you know those are what those are based off of you know so it's kind of slowly bleeding into what the empire will be and i, I just mm-hmm. i like I, th- I liked a lot of the imagery that was in there mm-hmm. um, i'm oh. thinking of imagery i thought it was incredibly uh, I don't know what the right word is, but to see Ahsoka fighting uh, clones wearing masks with her face painted yes. was yeah. chilling. Yeah, I, that was that's a really. I think what makes this arc so masterful is seeing those little things that were planted in the earlier episodes that were powerful, and we were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's so great!" And then now it's like, "Oh, that's so dark." You know, mm-hmm. and like, and how chilling it is, and just that the flip of everything. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but what's great about it, and it's something that I think th- there's so much imagery, and each little detail has so much weight to it to the story. Because, mm-hmm. like, that seeing that shows why Ahsoka is not is trying not to kill any one of yeah. these people. Yes, because- she remembers, she remembers the humanity, like, in in each one of them, which she doesn't need a mask to tell her that, but as yeah. a viewer, it helps get that connection. Yeah. Even more. Same as, you know, the lightsabers being blue and that's just kind of showing so, their relationship between Anakin and Ahsoka and him changing the Kyber crystals to be blue because he's mm-hmm. you know, being kind of, because he's overprotective, overbearing and kind of possessive, which it shows like, Oh, it's sweet. But it's also like, Oh, you see, you know, Vader's, or the the dark side to Anakin um, yeah. is so, from that what desire you're, to protect people. What you're saying is a mask can save lives. <laughs> a mask can <laughs> save lives. A mask could save lives. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> so she's not killing. It's not that she's not killing them because you can you can either wear a mask wear it it or to actually project Whatever. it. It's not a funny joke. Once you yeah, have sorry. to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> you're just not smart enough. I'm not. Somebody, um, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right, Jay. I mean, Ahsoka sees them as individuals, and it almost echoes season one. Yoda, Yoda's first appearance with the the battle on a toy yeah. toy, toy Deca, where yeah. you know, he's like, "Remove mm. your helmets," you know, because yeah. within you know he's like, "Our faces are all the same, sir." And he's like, "But within the Force, you're all very different," you know. And so yeah. that's 
how Ahsoka sees them too. You know? mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Watch that episode. Actually, it's a really good episode. Yeah, it is. A really it is. Good any any Ventress episode, I love it. Doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen Ventress is my favorite character. If you didn't know, so. Oh, I I think I might have known that, but I just put it together. Yeah. Like, I don't know why she just is like of all Star Wars characters. Considering you uh, like the darkness yeah. in in Star Wars and yeah, dark sided dominatrix kind of character yeah, that's like, like with a lightsaber. That's mm-hmm. like that is your 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 type. <laughs> you. You're not married yet. You haven't found your own ventures yet. That's what it is. Exactly. You find that's your I mean, Yeah. Just need to f- cut her a pair. Send it her away. Uh, <laughs> okay. God, that first Yoda episode is pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but you know, um, the yeah. part though is that was amazing, but they didn't overdo it with the Yoda. You know, it's not like yeah. Yoda going crazy every. It was just like I don't know. It was, it was a really it, it set. Well, yeah, he, he was showing. He didn't really need his lightsaber that much. You know, he let the clones. I mean, he let the uh, the robots. What am I thinking of? The the battle droids, he let them destroy themselves a lot of times. He would just jump in the ways where they would just do it. He used his mind to let them destroy themselves. Which, again, I love the Gendy uh, Tartakovsky Clone Wars, but mm-hmm. I did love the Honest trailers. Just like, yes. I guess it was just a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the Honest trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like with All tactics right. like. For everybody they, straight into them. <laughs> for everyone that could not see. For anyone not on video, yes. Jay is literally flailing his arms around. <laughs> With imaginary <laughs> lightsabers. And I am pretending to just shoot constantly because that's the other thing that, that uh, just happens a lot in that. Um, All right. So. Anyway, back. Okay. okay. Back, back, to the back, to, back to the hangar bay and like yeah. basically the last set piece of, of this. So right. okay, we have bed bay. What's your hangar bay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Epstein Bay. First, oh. <laughs> so, anyway, first, first we need to, we need to discover that like, they open up the uh, the doors to discover that the moon is right there in front of them because I think they originally just wanted to escape just to get out of the ship. And, and the droids did tell them that that basically like the right there were the gravitation is pulling them in. Right, they found out basically that the hyperdrive was offline. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, we we forgot to mention that Rex finds out that uh, Ahsoka let Maul go, which he's kind of mm-hmm. like shocked by. Because he's noticing like that uh, the the other clones have seen a lot more action than just what they've been doing. So mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, like what what's going on here? What? So, yeah. uh, so the moon. Uh, so the moon. Yeah, it's pulling them in. So they, they don't have the options to to really escape, but they and they have to find a ship, which there's only one that yeah. they have. And and but, Rex under Order sixty six had already launched all of the. Escape pods. Escape pods. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's interesting to note that basically all of these clones, this is an interesting aspect of Order 66. They care nothing about their life. It is all about the destruction of the Jedi at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. So they will do anything to destroy the Jedi. But I, I did I love this, I loved this scene. Because this mm-hmm. is one of those, you know, exactly where at this point. You know, all it goes. Uh, Jesse and a whole squad of, of troopers is there now in the hangar, and they have no choice. It's like, hey, we need to kill them. And at this point, too, like when I see them start running in with the uh, with the doors already open, I'm like, man, you guys are dead. Because in my mind, I'm already thinking like, they're just gonna hit a button and they're all gonna be sucked into space, and that's gonna be it. Because that would have been what I would have done. Like, <laughs> okay, bye. But then, 
Because at first you I killed thought, Rudolph, so I killed Rudolph. That's true. <laughs> but I, it took me my second viewing to really get the symbolism here mm-hmm. of this, you know, because Rex is clearly not going to kill them. Ahsoka says this: "I'm not going to kill them. I'm not going to be the one to kill them." But they're trapped oh. now. That, so that like, scene, that yeah, scene between her when she it, takes off his helmet. Yeah, oh he's my crying. Gosh. Like it's just. Yeah. That, that to me is just like says so much about their relationship, who they are. And like I said, yeah. the, the best platonic relationship amongst any of the characters in Star Wars is that yeah. moment. And she says to him, you are a good soldier. Like yeah. it just like, oh, just knives to the, to the heart, you know. Mm-hmm. And then but she also says like every single one of them. Is it's a good soldier. soldier. Right. Exactly. You know, like like it just to me it's just like some of the best writing some of the best mm-hmm. scenery like like it's all coming together and it doesn't have to be this elaborate convoluted thing with like endless amounts of characters that we don't care about yeah. you know it's just it's all right there there's no stupid silly alien you know that's that's you know or a goofy thing you know like the droids were enough to be like the comedy relief in this moment mm-hmm. so what? me second uh even though I think Jar Jar is actually not bad in Clone Wars, I think he's kind of fun in Clone Wars. Oh my! I, I was... Yeah, yeah, no, in the Clone Wars episode, Bombad uh, Jedi is not oh bad. I, I don't... Yeah, Bombad yeah. Jedi is fun. Yeah, and then uh, his whole like romantic relationship with what's her name? Oh, yeah, no oh. kidding. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're totally boning. It's like, no. <laughs> and then like when he the next scene is them kissing, I'm like, <laughs> the Gungans lay eggs, and then the male comes along and fertilizes the eggs. I don't know. That's true. I, just, I know. I just assume that they're like fish, so or or frogs. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Gungans are a very civilized uh, race of people. Sure, <laughs> they don't they don't lay eggs. <laughs> uh, and this, the next little bit, I actually thought was because I think Matt and I, or one of us, had talked about this also because Ahsoka is not a Jedi, and so I always wondered what. How oh, right go down, you yeah. know, and because she says, because like they're at this still in the in the little command center, they're like, well, what do we do? Because we can't mm-hmm. make it to the ship without fighting mm-hmm. them. And she says, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. And Rex basically takes her prisoner, you know, and tries to say, you know, make an argument to Jesse, like, hey, she's mm-hmm. not a Jedi. Mm-hmm. So why do she's not, she's, you know, not in part of Order 66, you know, but you see, kind of like what Matt was saying, you see the devotion to these troopers of like, no, it's already in their head, like, I guess just any force wielder to them is like, no, that's it. They're dead. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, Darth Sidious's plan, like through and through, like he thought of that he thought of like, Mm -hmm. oh, they will be, they, their end goal is to kill any force wielder at that point. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Well, like in the next scene, it was, this is the one where I was kind of like just a little bit disappointed the first time I watched it with, with Maul. I really wanted more Maul because I thought with the whole, like, just I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the one that kills them, you know, with Ahsoka and Rex not want to kill them. I was like, well, Maul's going to come in and be like, I'll kill them. <laughs> you know? And like, and I, thought, I thought that's what's going to happen. And I was like, oh, we're going to get just the floor dropping. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. kind of cool though. Can I just guy. say, can I just cool. you saying that though, Nick? I'm almost like I almost imagine him coming in with like taking a swig of like Jack Tan's, like, cue the duel of fates music, exactly. I like, you take what I found my lightsaber. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> now watch me dance around a little bit. You know, it, it, it went, you know, take that really serious moment and make it a comedy. It's just, oh, you know, it's yeah. a buddy cop. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. And I just say that, like, because, uh, yeah, we're, they, Jesse, Jesse kind of doesn't go with it, whatever. But my, my, I think my favorite, just cool, badass move of this episode. Because mm-hmm. um, I think Maul takes the cake on badass move in the previous one. Actually, this had him bringing down the height. But anyways, I thought it was really cool when like Ahsoka throws down the sabers and yes. then, like spins them around. I was oh, like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. So cool. it was really cool. But that is the only thing on my list. <laughs> Ahsoka spinning lightsabers. Yeah, when like, I saw that, I just I was mind blown. I was like, that is the coolest. I even said it out loud to my kids. I was like, that's it. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she can do it with hands. She just like. <laughs> And how they animated it just it looked so awesome. I yeah. love that moment. So also when you talk about the animation this season is a f- f- yeah awesome. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, so, well, some, some more so okay, basically Maul gets away in a ship, but I like mm-hmm. this as well because like you see almost like with um uh, Rise of Skywalker with you know Ben and, and um Ray you know force controlling the ship it's kind of like that as well but what i liked about this is that instead of being like anakin or someone else going Mm -hmm. like i'm getting this ship no matter what yeah she knows that rex is gonna die yeah you know and she chooses to let go it's like hey Mm -hmm. that's it okay we can find some other way yeah and and I, I, still, I mean, it's little things. I mean, there's so much little subtle things and throughout this episode. Even, that are even the callback where, where Rex says, there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. We hear that in Revenge of the Sith, you know. Um, so there's just that. I think I think they say there's too many of them. I can't remember what movie we've seen it in now. I've, I've seen, seen way too much. It's Star Wars. Star Wars. I mean, they might do it every movie. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said it. <laughs> just the just like scream. Game. With a Wilhelm the scream. Wilhelm scream. Mm. Uh, you've got, uh, if you've got a bad feeling about this, and then there's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. Um, so, yeah, we get the floor action. Uh, yep. The droids are, are helping Ahsoka out. Ahsoka almost falls down. Um, we, we mentioned the, the spinning lightsaber move. They finally make it to this Y-wing mm-hmm. uh, ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like the only ship left, apparently. And well, there's um, a bunch down there, but most of them weren't operational. So right. Yeah, you're um, on the yeah you're on the repair deck. Yeah, yeah. which which is cool because we're still seeing like the logistics of all of this makes sense. I mean, like some mm-hmm. animator was just like, no, well, this doesn't make sense. We got to have these down here. <laughs> so. Uh, this this all leads to basically the, one of the, the last moments between uh, action moments between Ahsoka and Rex, which mm-hmm. I also loved because it's a callback to the first episode in the story arc with them, with her basically flying down to the planet oh, without a jetpack. So freaking cool. Right. Like, uh, you know, to see those. In, but she's flying through wreckage. Yeah, um, that was what made it amazing yeah, is because just so much wreckage, like something just like flying kill her. But again, she's a force wielder, so yeah, not one piece of shrapnel hit the Y wing nor Ahsoka though. Man, come on, yeah. gotta make it a little bit blue. I think stuff hit the Y wing. It's nothing enough to like blow it up. It has shields. It has shields, dude. Yeah, they've they put all power. Fine, to the whatever. Rex is a professional. He put all of the shields on the forward. Yeah. He's a soldier. I don't remember clones aside from the pilot clones getting. I don't remember Rex getting training and how to fly. Wild. He would have had Rex. training. All right, point. come on. What if he could ship out? He automatically knew how to do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> that well, chip was interfering just, with so much. It's like right the Matrix. Now. Just plugged it in. It's like, oh, I got it. Wait, pick me. This Please. is a Linux system. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I'm probably skipping a couple wait, wait, of mixers. Pick me, pick me. No, no, you're fine. I, I just, I just. Attention. Wait, me. Oh, what, what is it? Go calling? ahead, Carl. Oh, I was going to point out that. Um, I thought you were talking about the the Y wing was saying this. Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The scene with Ahsoka, uh, you know, in the plane going down, kind of was a callback, and maybe it was more than just this. But we only just wa- I rewatched this on Sunday. The the movie that starts it all where she's racing Anakin up to the top and she's like hopping from thing to thing and climbing on the, the front of the air, uh, the front of the thing. And she's talking about the movie. Yeah. And the movie, like, so her being able to like, well, she's on, that's a AT. It's an AT. It's one of the walkers. Yeah. Yeah, walkers, walkers, But like nothing really like, I don't know. Just kind of, to me, it was like we saw her do something badass like that in the air, starting it and ending it with something. Well, yeah. That said, you had that in the beginning of this story arc too, with her going through the air and doing all that cool stuff, racing, racing Rex to the yeah. surface, and mm-hmm. and even that scene where she has to like take the the speeder bike on the side of the wall, you know, mm-hmm. like in in her story arc, you see her running on that wreckage that's flying through this mm-hmm. through the air, um, just just really, you know great like just how they decide decided to animate that even the ship coming out of hyperspace like all just yeah. smoking and destroyed like i just loved how they they animated all that it just looked so good because i'm thinking to myself i was like is this ship just gonna blow up like i'm trying to think of like ships that have like hat like fail out of hyperspace mm-hmm. great <laughs> and, and this is again another callback to revenge of the sith the beginning of revenge of the sith opens up with anakin trying to crash land uh, a, a separatist spaceship on Coruscant, yeah. like this, to me was like a big callback to that to that mm-hmm. moment. So, um, just the 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 ship crashing and and the imagery of that, and um, what it all leads to once we do see them landed, and how they decided to, to frame up that shot. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the the storyboards on it were were you know like moving all the way up till we see the, the, the head of the, the Venter class star destroyer, mm-hmm. you know, and the Y wing parked the way that it is. So eloquently, basically from here on out, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Every shot. Like yeah. we see, uh, Oh, go ahead. Did you have some, some notes? Well, no, I, mean, I, I can break it down. I have my notes if you want. I just know. Well, I just, uh, I mean, from my mind, I mean, we see, you know, from a distance there, we see Rex walking um, back to the Y wing. He's got a shovel. So clearly he was digging some of those graves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Ahsoka sporting a garb that we'll see her wear in mm-hmm. future rebels episodes, mm-hmm. um, which, which is so cool. You know, it's got to, got to hide. She has to go into hiding essentially. And she's looking at all of these graves that they've basically buried every single clone, which I mean, come on, like, like right. just the respect and the, the admiration or the, the love Beautiful. that she had for, yeah. That, that's what I wrote too, is that, you know, um, Rex with the shovel. So clearly, you know, they buried them. Uh, Rex turns back to see Ahsoka in the distance, gazing at the graves of her legion. You know, it's mm-hmm. her, it's her troopers. Yep. And the fact that they didn't make a mass grave, but individual graves. Yep. So that's right. a big deal about this. Yeah. And she's somberly looking at everything she's ever known in this moment. I mean, when you really think about it, that's what she's doing. All she's ever known is clone troopers, war, 
and her lightsabers. Yeah. And that's what she does. She just chooses to let it all go in this moment. Yeah. And she drops one. You know, she has two, but she only drops one. So I'm still going to be curious to the day I die where the other one went. But because she still had it on her, because I, I watched two, she had it on her when she's flying through the breeze. So mm-hmm. I thought that she lost one and that she only had that one left for some reason. Um, but if she did carry one away from that wreckage, the Ahsoka book, which is really great, the, the Ahsoka novel, it begins with her not having any lightsabers at all. So, mm-hmm. um, and it references the fact that Those she are left ones with uh, Inquisitor blades, right, or something. Correct, mm-hmm. Inquisitor crystals. Yeah, um, they they call and throughout the book, she's picking up pieces that will become the lightsabers that she, the new lightsabers that she she creates. So it's like you're reading it, and she's like, "Oh, I found this like little thing," and she doesn't think anything of these rings, but she keeps them, you know. Hmm. And so she she you know kind of scraps it together. Um, so, so and they're what, awesome. I love her. Like, oh yeah, the white like, ones, samurai blade. Mm-hmm. Even the the hilts are like you know, yeah. Um, I so so whether or not uh, she kept one, we we may not know. I mean, there's a couple hanging questions um, about about uh you know like what was she going to say to anakin tell anakin ah never mind (laughs) tell anakin my locker combination (laughs) is 39 59 26 one two three tell anakin my password to get into the to the wi-fi is 69 Tell um, Anakin that story about uh, Darth Plagueis just isn't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Anakin. Yeah. Um, so we don't get an answer to that, but uh, go ahead, Nick. Uh, and, well, that's and, it. That's it. That's all I have for that scene. Yeah. Well, and that 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 scene basically it. fades from that's her it. face mm-hmm. into and then, and then something awesome happens. And something awesome happens. I don't know because it was kind of a pensive Vader slash Anakin. I don't, he wasn't killing enough people. There's a blue well, saber there. I don't know if it was enough murder for you. <laughs> well, it's just the fact that you don't expect to see Empire era mm-hmm. in this story. And, yeah. you know, exactly what Matt's saying. It pans down. And we assume, I assume it's probably a year, probably after this. It's early on because it's still Slim Vader. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, and Red Eyed Vader, too. It's Red Eyed Vader. Red Eyed Vader. So, yeah. yeah, up to yeah. So, it's. Um, we see an Imperial shuttle come down with probe droids, snowtroopers all on the ground. And they're no doubt hunting down the Jedi, which is Vader's mission um, after this whole, um, after the Clone Wars is over. Um, Vader appear, appears and ne- kneels down to the ground where the graves are, finding Ahsoka's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. He ignites it. It's blue. Obviously, he knows what it is who and whose it is. Um, and it's kind of interesting to see Vader with a different colored right. lightsaber. You know, you're like, oh wow, it's it's, it's you know, yeah. It's aside blue. from aside from when he turns on Luke's in Return of the Jedi, I don't think we really see that. Right. Well, he he still had a blue. Uh, he didn't get his red saber right away, right? Because I thought no. yeah, he uses his. He doesn't. You're right. He actually well in the comic book series Vader. He uses a a Jedi that's still at the Jedi Temple's lightsaber uh, yeah. for a while. And yeah. then he then he makes his own yeah 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 um so I think I was trying to I was looking up like the Easter eggs or whatever so they're trying to put the timeline in because on his on his he had his actual lightsaber on his side so it's not oh okay kind of, 
figure out exactly about when this was. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I would even put it like five years after after the events of the Clone Wars, because it's clearly before the events of Rebels, because they mm-hmm. they have not faced off against each right. other. Right. Um, but we do see one little hint at that. Yeah. But I, my last little thing before we get to that. Okay. It's like, like give one sh- shut up, man. No. Just well, I was saying, I just, wrote, I, just wrote, I just wrote, it's heartbreaking because you don't know where Vader's at right now mm-hmm. and his thinking and where he's at in his head. Um, but you do, uh, but you know where his head, where his head is. But next time we see Ahsoka and Vader together in Rebels, mm-hmm. like that, he's fully dark at this point. Because like I had one person like say that his eyes were still blue, you know, mm-hmm. in that he scene. And, I'm, in the, and I, I didn't, I couldn't quite see it, but I'm like, uh. but you, but you also wonder like if Ahsoka would have still been on that planet, you know, like what what would have happened? You know, what he tried, I mean, you know, he would probably would have tried to recruit her, but it's like, w- could she have talked to him? Like what would have happened? Cause that's all the family he had left. Yeah. That's where I, I do see, you know, Vader or, you know, the Vader Anakin, he's still like a, a split personality hmm. and he definitely has let the Vader kind of consume him, but he, I think he's still conflicted and even probably in the Ahsoka Vader thing. Uh, mm-hmm. There's still probably conflict there. There's conflict through the the original trilogy, and eventually he takes the side of his son and kills Sidious. But I feel like this definitely weighs on that, right? It just kind of adds to that, like emotional, like like losing Ahsoka, and then mm-hmm. then having like, oh, I have a son, like yeah, you know that that aspect that this is my last, you know, connection. Yeah. Any. This time, this time, now. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> um, so, uh, go ahead. No, no, no so you go ahead because you wanted to bring it up the convoy, so I assume. Yeah, yeah, basically, and then the callback to Mortis, you know. Yeah, so well, it's it's okay. So, for everyone out there who might not know, um, when Vader is with the lights, you know, is there and he looks up. There's a, a bird flying around. Mm-hmm. Now that's a convor, and it was named after uh, Filoni's wife, who that's her last name. It's not convor, but it's like convor something. Uh, She's a it, heir to the converse fortune. <laughs> that's it, what she, say. Wow, <laughs> good for her. Uh, <laughs> now, this is a creature that we first see in Clone Wars season three, uh, the episode Padawan Lost, which is two or three episodes right after the Mortis trilogy. And as Jay had said earlier, so in the Mortis trilogy, you have father, the son, and the daughter. The son is pure dark side. The daughter is pure. Oh, leans dark side, right? He leans dark side, oh, and she yeah. leans, you know, light side. Right. And then well, the there's in the middle. And the father's yeah, in the middle. And uh, uh, spoiler slightly for but the daughter dies. And as she's dying, Ahsoka is already dead. And with her last bit of life, she. Uh, allows Ahsoka to live. Force heal gives her force life heal. force. Too. Gives her life force into Ahsoka. Now yes, they also wipe you know, their memories. So oh, yeah. again, Obi Wan and Ahsoka don't remember any of this. Convenient. Conveniently, yes. Um, in that in that trilogy, Anakin learns of his fate, and he's yes, like, he does. Right, yes. brother, I'm with you. I don't want this to happen. Yeah, you know, let's go. Let's stop it. But what's interesting is that, you know, because you see this also in Rebels on the painting on the wall is that the the convoy is on her shoulder. 
Yes. And you see you, anytime Ahsoka is challenged, any episode that's really Ahsoka focused, you're going to see a Convor somewhere yep. in it. And, you know, Filoni likes to leave it up to the fans to decide what it is. He just says it is a force for good. You know, is it a guardian angel? Is it, what is it? Is it just someone that's watching like Stan Lee? You don't know, but it's, uh, <laughs> I always think of it as that's the daughter that's still kind of overlooking is, is kind of, you know, seeing one, seeing where the chosen one went mm-hmm. because, you know, she died, father died. I mean, they all died for Anakin essentially, or because of father's play to get Anakin to take his place to kind of keep the balance. Yeah. Um, and in, even in the father's death, he's like, you're, you're still the chosen one. You can still bring balance to the force or whatever. Just, you know, be mindful of your feelings or whatever he said. So I think she, that's her kind of still, one her life force is connected to ahsoka like even how the the convor saves ahsoka in the um the realm between realms or whatever mm-hmm. world between uh, worlds, world between yeah. worlds yeah. Or, yeah um so that's how i saw like she's just seeing anakin like ah all right you effed up <laughs> <laughs> father was wrong <laughs> um or Maybe it's flying around saying there is still good in him because mm-hmm. that's always a message they like to like bring home is that there was, you yeah. know, and even Padme as she dies. Um, this this episode has, has gone long, um, but I, I knew that it would. Uh, I I'm have a, my dumb interjections that. <laughs> no, no, Colleen, I, I love, you know, all. No, not at all. So it was it was mainly just all of Nick's notes. Um, <laughs> no, we 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 derailed it. Apologize. I I, I I kid. No, this has all been really great Star Wars talk. <clears throat> but I, I do have an email here, and this is a good way oh. to kind of kind of end the <clears throat> end the show because uh, it has a question for all of us to answer. So, hello, Matt, Nick, Colleen, and Jay. I'll keep this shorter than my last email. The Clone Wars is over. What a wild ride this series has been. I never would have thought back in the day how great and important it would all be. I loved both episodes and the finale or the final has gotten better. uh, The more I think about it while Mm -hmm. both episodes have a lot worth talking about. My two points will focus on the final one. I loved that when Ahsoka and Rex are on the bridge area over the, the landing bay surrounded by clowns below. I, th- I think he meant clones, but I like to imagine they're surrounded by clowns. Yeah, they had face paint. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahsoka makes a significant decision to not kill anyone. Maybe part of this is regretting letting Maul loose, who has no such regard for life. But I think ultimately, like Luke in Return of the Jedi, she realized they must uh, find another way to be true to the Force and the ideals she holds. She must realize that if they do kill them, the crash will, um, the crash likely will. Yet still she chooses to be nonviolent as possible. The question of when to act and how is a huge part of Star Wars, and I loved seeing it play out here. Two, the final scene in the snow and Vader really continues to hit me harder as time goes. It really drives home that home all that Anakin has lost and shows what the clones clone wars brought to the galaxy destruction loss death broken relationships that all with a 
that that all with Anakin losing his humanity, showing him apart from everyone else now trapped in a suit and helmet is just chilling. There is no hope in this final shot minus the condor uh, floating overhead. Though I don't think anyone else, though I don't think anyone who hasn't seen rebels will know if it's significance, mainly self-reflection. Perhaps a moment of closure for Anakin as he can believe his Padawan is dead, theoretically. His last potential link to his humanity is gone as far as he knows. There's just a lot to think about in this wordless final scene. All right, I'll keep it to that. I'll end with a question. What was each of your favorite sequence in the last three or in the last four episodes? Um, and that comes from Greg. It's hard. I know. She said. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give mine some time. I'll give you mine to give you time. Um, I mean, I, I know I think what I'm going to say, so you, you can go ahead, Jay. You, your last, your favorite sequence from the last four episodes, or I is there a favorite? I have two. Okay, go for it, Nick. Oh, oh. I'm just saying, like, I, well, I have, I have the happy moment and I have the badass moment, you know, so. Like, my my favorite happy moment, which I've already talked about before with Matt, was the only part I got a little teary-eyed with, um, was um, when Ahsoka and Anakin are walking on the deck and she gets the salutes and then walking into the room where they're all helmets painted, salute her. And just the respect and the lines that are given of just, you know, we acknowledge, you know, they, they the, the fact that Anakin says that they know what you did for them. You know, and the, the respect that she's given, even though she's no longer a Jedi, like that just really hit home. And then the fact that, you know, that this is the last time Anakin and Ahsoka are going to see each other. Yeah. That really just got me in, yeah. in the in the feels. And I really have the feels. Uh, I got the uh, feels real bad. Man. Feels. But then, of course, like I've already said, what, is, ep- what is this water coming <laughs> from my eyes? <laughs> Mama, like, Mama I said I wasn't a real boy after I wrote the Rudolph story. <laughs> oh, I told I totally went with Flash Gordon on that one where you're like, she has water leaking from his eyes. They call them tears. It's a sign of the weakness. <laughs> you know, like, uh, That's and then I of course smile. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, and then my favorite, you know, my favorite was what I just said in episode three with Maul, the hallway scene. You cannot. Mm-hmm not love that scene because it's it's what i want you know and things yeah yeah Yeah. agree agree um jay your your favorite sequence uh final the final four of them i really i really loved and it's kind of like almost separate of but Mm -hmm. i did really love the opening scene just the whole interplay between anakin and obi-wan i thought was just a Mm -hmm. lot of fun and it was even have like the um Yes, they they used the Return of the Jedi music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just like it was just fun. Like uh, again, just Anakin being show off. Like just mm-hmm. it, hitting all the character points really well. Um, I thought it was just a lot of fun. So that was like my fun. I agree with the whole presenting or the the saluting and everything. That was another one. Um, and again, I think that that last scene was just so poignant and so beautiful to me. I saw it as to kind of answering to Greg's email too, I saw it as him knowing that Ahsoka's alive because who buried all those clones and who would bury all those clones? Oh, right, right. 
-hmm. and her leaving the lightsaber there is her walking away from Anakin. Yeah. That's how he's probably thinking about it. She, mm. She's yeah. walking away from me. Uh, but yet, like you don't, that's yeah, also questionable too, because the very first thing that he says in Rebels, which they're in the plains, is, mm, the apprentice lives. So there's not 100% sure that he yeah, knew. But he might be thinking. Yeah. Know. Sure. I mean, it's just kind of like she doesn't know who Vader is, even though like she should know who Vader is. Because, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's just that that confirmation. She probably doesn't want to believe it's him. Right? It's just like, I don't know. Uh, Colleen, what, what was your favorite moment or moments from from this last four that stood out? To you? Um, so I also love the scene where Ahsoka walks in and sees them wearing mm -hmm. her face mask like I also almost got teary at that point. Um, now I, I just, I love that. I love like the symbolism. I, I love when people, I don't know, I like those kinds of moments in movies. You love when people, people each other. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just, I found that just so, I don't know, so sweet. It was very sweet. And, and, and this is the meaning behind it all. And I did not know that that was the last time that Anakin and Ahsoka see each other until Jay told me. That that was the last. Well, time. it's in Rebel. She says the last time I saw him, he was off going off to save uh, the Chancellor. I know. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't put that together at that point. It's fine. You're just not a real fan. I'm just not. A real fan. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I, I you, Star Wars. You can be a fan, Colleen. It's it's not like you have to be like dyed in the wool. Like it's like runs through your veins. Girl, I you told know? you a hundred times. <laughs> um. So, any favorite action sequence? Because I know that you like blow up stuff clearly because of your life. I love blow weapon. up stuff. I love blow up stuff. Um, Different God, types I... of blow up stuff. <laughs> no, I, I like I like the, the, the I like the that kind of blow up stuff. Um, the more uh, Ruckheimer, the better. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think you got heard the joke. Oh, I I heard the joke. I just oh. was ignoring it. Um, you always ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> just like i said anakin and padme on the show i thought the scene where you're going where i cannot follow <laughs> i always thought it was funny how she kind of kind of had a weird irish accent all of a sudden when she says that line she's like you're going where i can't follow <laughs> <laughs> what's well, the same as like leia you know could smell your foul stench when I was brought on board, and you're like, "Whoa, where'd that come from?" <laughs> like, well, she she had been in the theater in England for like a show. Yeah. For like... Okay, yeah. Colleen, yeah. I liked the part. I thought that it was really cool the way that she like trapped Rex, and then the whole sequence with the tension of you know, are they going to get the door open before they get the chip mm. out? I thought that that was just. Mm. You know, I thought that that was cool. I, I I was nervous, and then when the you know at the very end, Jay and I just looked at each other. We were like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. It's really hard paring it down because I I just love how all of these just lock together. And I know that uh, Nick had made the offhanded comment to me the other the other night about how the the last one was the weakest. How dare you? Well, that's how because like you I, take it back. No, you're, it's because, like, I, I kind of, the first viewing, I said, like, I was not my favorite of the four. It was the least my favorite of the four. I think that's probably still my opinion. I like the fourth one. I don't, I'm not here it's, to knock. It's, it's okay. It's okay. No, but like no, I said, yeah. like, it's because my expectations coming from two and three, which were yeah. so action-packed. When this one wasn't, I mean, it was still had action. But like I said, like, I, in my brain, like I said, I wanted that mall conflict. And I always kind of want that little bit of darker edge. So. I, 
I, but then I after still... my second viewing, I got that. I got <laughs> symbolism. I got why it was good. I got you know. So I can admit, I'm just, when I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you shade. Um, look, <laughs> the, the first the first episode to me was like near perfection. Yeah, like it's so like it just every little aspect of that first mm-hmm. episode is just like so good that I just it's like a cheeseburger and fries and a shake. It's just like boom, <laughs> you know, like a toy and um done and and so Burger i ran lightsaber which i can have a pie with it i um so i really love the whole like her and rex flying down to the surface and all of yeah. the mandalorians in the sky so that action oh. sequence is just oh that's so freaking yeah cool well, um so it's a toss-up between that and it's, then it's like the pent-up um because that's the first time we really got to see ahsoka like Ahsoka. yes yeah. uh-huh like her flying <laughs> through the, the vehicle and yeah it's well, so good. Uh, me and Matt said that on that and that recording of that episode is that I actually love that scene as well because you see her fall right back into her element like mm-hmm. that, and you see, yeah. and I love the fact that she looks at Rex like we're saying like like Matt was saying like they have a great platonic relationship, and then she's like race you to the bottom, you know, and then mm-hmm. after all this awesome action scene, and then lands, you know, does the does the superhero landing, superhero landing, yep. you know, and then you know reflects all that, and then when Rex finally lands, she just gives him this great grin you know mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. beat, you, beat you you know yeah. and like, it was it was a great scene i so so that action sequence and then i would have to say that i mean i'm i i love really beautiful imagery and that last those last two scenes of the graveyard of the clones and rex and ahsoka not much is said at all not, not nothing needs to be said it just yep it says so much and it's like a it's like a beautiful painting and then for it to cut to the, to the Vader sequence. So I love that. And I love how it ended and it ended strong. It, it was very satisfying. We can, we can say that there's some fluff episodes throughout all of clone wars, but in the end, the entire series was really solid. And I know that a lot of listeners just even within the J and Jack community are, have been turned on to clone wars because we've been talking about it yeah. so much and, and coming around to see like just the beauty and the nuance that, that, you know, and, and let's face it, like, the old school Lucasfilm logo at the very beginning is a yeah. definite, it's a definite nod to, to George Lucas and saying like tip of the hat to you, sir. Like this is, mm-hmm. this is it. We're going to finish it strong for you. And um, I, uh, that, that is all I will gush about. There are so many little moments. Like I said, I love I, to me, the, the, tar- the part that if I cried is when she takes off his helmet. And, mm. and tells them that he's a good soldier. I just, I love that moment. It's just, it's so, mm-hmm. you know, they're surrounded. They know that they're like up against the odds and just that, mm-hmm. that heartwarming connection that they make in that moment. And just the fact that she's like, no, we're, we're not going to kill any. Yeah. And and he's just like, they will kill you, you know? And, and just, it just, you know, really great. Love that it finished strong. And if you go onto IMDb, it's so funny. Cause you look at like this, this, the story arc and they all have like 9.9s basically like ratings, you know, you look at the, the Ahsoka arc from the middle of the season and it's just like six, <laughs> yeah, 6.2, which it's not to take anything away. Like I said, I think that, you know, as we talked about the first step four, we're setting up what Rex went through that set up what Ahsoka went through and how they got to this moment. Yeah. And I, but you the know, bad batch stuff is great. You wouldn't the like bad the bad batch. batch. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying oh. anything about the bad batch. I just, I think they're two different kinds of stories altogether. Yeah. And, and that was something that, 
at the end of the day, when you look at the Clone Wars as a whole, as a series, that is what they did so masterfully, as they said, mm-hmm. here's a story about a bunch of R2 units being led yeah. by a, a, a micro Jedi, basically, you know, like he, here, he was just like a, a map analyzer, right? You oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, he's not a Jedi. He was so. even like, he was supposed to be like an army guy. But he was like, actually, I just read the maps. Yeah. <laughs> But the, but the fact that they had, they showed all of, it it, it expanded the Star Wars yeah. universe in a way that um, just made it better, you know. And so. proved, and proved that, and it Rebels too, like this, the whole mm-hmm. proved that Disney didn't have to do what they did with the sequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> like, because um, uh, there's just so much there, there's just so much, and it's all good, it, you know. It, and, and to that point, and, and Nick and I have talked about this ad nauseum, the, my biggest complaints, and I come back to this about the, the sequel trilogy, and I love, I love some moments in the sequel trilogy. Don't, mm-hmm. Do not get me wrong. What didn't work with it is that they didn't play nicely with each other. And everything that Filoni did, does or touches has that knowledge of saying like, this works with that and this works with this and it all clicks together. I mean, Even I, with the Mandalorian, that's what's working with it is that yeah. it has that star Wars fan <clears throat> knowledge. And it's, in the engine. In, you know, it's it just, is, it, yeah. it works. Cause like, I think Kathleen Kennedy's contract runs out into this year, or next year. And I'm hoping that Filoni takes over after her, but Nick, Nick has it on his watch. Yeah. Or, oh, sorry. Your phone. Um, <laughs> Okay, this episode has gone well, super I mean, long. Whoever's listening to this talk before we, I, okay, sure. whoever's listening to this, they need to make a meme of sure. Kathleen Kennedy as Carol Baskin and, <laughs> and Joe Exotic. Yes, you know, we're in, you know we're in Star Wars. <laughs> that Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so true. Um, <laughs> people, people of the nets, figure this out. Um, as above my pay grade. <laughs> I if if you enjoyed this show and what we do on the Owen and Brews barbecue because we don't always fire at the grill but when we do we're we're gonna give you um, some good stuff and I I really appreciate having Jay and Colleen both of you on the show today so thank, thank you for having us yes thank sure. you for letting me tag along Colleen oh, you we, were, we wanted you on here I did. yeah Colleen you you are more than welcome to join us anytime seriously you bring the sizzle to the grill literally <laughs> i definitely bring the frank's red hot sauce to the meat <laughs> um so uh to that point though if if you want to help out this show and, and who doesn't you know you can send us your emails at the force is well done at gmail.com just like greg did rate and review us on itunes we would appreciate that go on to jandjack.com slash amazon buy all of your darth maul needs um <laughs> patreon Become a patron. Thank, thank, thank you, Nicholas. I wasn't sure you you were going off. I was just making sure you said it. You can also go to janjack.com slash Amazon and buy uh, the night that Rudolph died. Um, Nick's, <laughs> Nick's new cartoon. It, it is a classic. They uh, say that Santa cried. He cried the night that Rudolph died. died. What, a, what a night it really was. What a, what a night. And China's tough. <laughs> If you if you love all of this stuff that we do, you can go to, to janjack.com, become a patron member by clicking on the patron link there. Um, a lot of people at, at all sort, sorts of levels help this show make it possible, and we appreciate what you do. We do. Um, and I would like to, at this point, 
thank some special patrons who some of you really like the fact that I change up your names on this show. And here you go. These are all Clone Wars themed, uh, specifically this this final. So we have Tears in My Eyes, Tack. <laughs> Execute Eckhart Richter 66. Oh my God, I love that. That was pretty funny. Uh, Jedi Master Maggie. Escape Pods Are Gone, Ed. <laughs> Just in Time, Joanne. And Gar Saxon, Greg. Ooh, thank you all for doing that. I, well, I, you know, I was trying to come up with something GG, you know, you know, True. Like, you're right. Alliteration. So, little, little alliteration, you know, yeah. so um, thank you all for, for doing what you do for making this show possible. And uh, this, this was a great show. It was, it was one in 6 million. Bye everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. <laughs>